is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You watch these hearings and your jaw hits the floor. You listen to these Democrats and you can't believe what you're hearing. What you're seeing is a revolution. What you're hearing are Marxists. The Department of Justice, the FBI, this phony special counsel, Jack Smith, believe in a two-tier justice system. With Donald Trump is the main focus right now with unprecedented investigations and charges by Democrat prosecutors all over the country. Unloading indictments left and right, charges left and right, all timed and intended to interfere with the 2024 election. And cripple GOP candidates up and down the chain. Now this is going to make it very difficult. For Republicans to accept. A Democrat victory in 2024 should it occur. Let me repeat that. This massive. Democrat party wide use of the criminal justice system. Use of censorship and attacking the First Amendment. Is going to make it very difficult for Republicans to accept a Democrat victory in 2024. I'm not encouraging this. I'm not wishing for it. I am observing what's taking place. The Biden administration, the Democrat Party, their surrogates, as well as the McConnell wing of the Republican Party, you've heard nothing from them. They sit quietly. As all this is unfolding, they do not understand, (coughs) excuse me, they do not understand what they're doing to this country. Or maybe they do, but they don't care. Meanwhile, the widespread obstruction, cover-up, protection racket, etc. of the Biden crime family, open to the public for everyone to see at this point. 
Most of it isn't even covered by the media. By the same DOJ, the same FBI, and the rest. And the constant Democrat Party racializing of everything, especially their opponents, Republicans, underscore the problem. The Democrats have already indicated they don't accept the results of the election should Donald Trump win. You've had Eric Holder, you've had Eric, uh, Adam Schiff, you've had other prominent Democrats say that if Donald Trump is elected president, they should immediately impeach him. You've got scores of radical left-wing Marxist, Democrat-aligned, phony groups backed by massive amounts of dark money from billionaires and millionaires who do not want to be known. Trying to prevent Donald Trump from even going on the ballot under, they claim, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And should he get elected? They're insisting that attorneys general in these states refuse to acknowledge his election. They seek a revolution. They seek a violent revolution. That's where they stand. In the meantime, this cover-up of the Biden crime family, starting with Merrick Garland, and his refusal to appoint a special counsel outside of the Department of Justice, who will look into the enormous amount of information that's coming out now, which lays not just a predicate for a criminal investigation by a special counsel, but a thousand predicates. And the media sit quiet. They do nothing. Because they know that Biden and the Democrats control the executive branch. And only the executive branch can be charged. I love to hear hosts who try to position themselves of tough guys and tough women telling that Jim Jordan or James Comey, uh, uh, Comer, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? That's the problem. Congress can only do so much. Congress doesn't have the power to prosecute people. They simply don't. And the Democrats know this. Defund them, they say. I'm all for it. Where's McConnell? He's not going to support it. Not one penny. He controls a third to a half of the Republican senators. And there he is, the Republican leader. These people are playing with fire. They don't care. They figured out. They figured out in 2020 that their militia, BLM and Antifa, can get away with anything. That they can do anything. Firebombing the Portland courthouse day in and day out for over two months. Mostly peaceful, of course. Violently attacking the White House. Where the president has to go to the nuclear bunker that they built under the White House. You don't hear about all of them being rounded up and justice being done and all the resources 
the Department of Justice is expending. You have Chuck Schumer urging the Democrat Party militia to go after the Supreme Court and the justices. He doesn't pay a price for any of that. None. Celebrated. All the norms, all the traditions are under attack and they're being destroyed. Including the next election. And certainly the FBI and the Department of Justice. And it's all one way. It's all one way. This is a dangerous game. It's a dangerous gambit. But we are in the middle of a revolution. Not ours. Not mine. Theirs. They're telling you what language you can use. Don't use two-tier justice. From now on, I will use it incessantly. I had criticized its use because I don't think it was very descriptive. But now I do. When they tell me I can't say something, I'll say it. Not only do they tell you what you can't say, they tell you what you must say. The words you must repeat and regurgitate. Even if they don't make sense. Even if they're nonsensical. Even if the science tells you a man is a man is a woman is a man. No! You do what you're told. And then the censorship. Brilliant federal judge, a hero. Gives chapter and verse of what the Biden administration, the federal government did to you and does to us in violation of the First Amendment, the most important free speech. And he is slammed by the media. Slammed by the legal profession. And then the Biden Justice Department, which is responsible for the censorship, files an appeal with the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals and a three-judge panel, including at least one Trump appointee, says of the lower court's decision, Matt, stay your temporary injunction. The government is free to continue censoring until we hear the whole case. What? That's what they said. So many words. It's incredible, isn't it? This prosecutor, Jack Smith, has a long history. Long history of violating every ethical norm and ethical practice of a prosecutor. Because he's not a prosecutor. Any more than Beria under Stalin was a prosecutor. Not a prosecutor. He's a hitman. He's a hitman. Point him in a direction. And he'll go after you. Try and assassinate your character. Try and destroy you through the process. That's why Garland and his team of Marxist thugs chose him to be the special counsel. Could have chosen anybody else. Chose him. He has a record of abusing the system. He has a record of being reversed by courts. 
in trial juries. He has a record of violating attorney-client privilege. He has a record of leaking to the media. He has a record of threatening witnesses. Of turning family members against each other. That's the man they pick. A hitman. An assassin. And you can see his dirty work all over the place. And I'll prove it to you. He goes into court. When Trump's lawyers say, Look, we're filing a motion, this case shouldn't be heard until after the election. And he says, no, it ought to be heard by December. Why? What's the imperative? What's the imperative to have a full-scale trial in December against a former president who is running for re-election? What is the imperative? There's no statute of limitation issue. They have all the documents. There is no imperative. Unless you want to interfere with the election, which is exactly what he's doing. Don't worry, I'll get to what took place today and more. Well, let me just give you a little taste of this. You see what they did to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. today? The Democrats. His name is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. His father was Robert F. Kennedy, who was assassinated. An iconic figure, especially in the Democrat Party. This is his son. Who's named after him? It just shows you what's happened to the Democrat Party. These Marxist, vile, racist, anti-Semite, American, Constitution, capitalism-hating miscreants and malcontents. They don't care. That was so long ago. No, 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 no. It's just today. And they will do anything to protect Biden. They know. They know he's on stage five of dementia. They know it. They know all this. But they also know that their agenda is being implemented by the people around him. They know that too. And they are thrilled with the destruction of this country. They're thrilled with the unraveling of our system. They're thrilled with empowering themselves. Monopolizing politics. They are thrilled with their media friends. Who give them cover, like Pravda did, the old Soviet Union. It's all good by them. And they don't give a damn whether you accept the next election or not. Because elections to them, unless they win them, are quaint, kind of get in the way of things. They have a permanent bureaucracy that belongs to them, permanent courts that belong to them. This election thing is motions they go through. They want to completely control it so they control their outcome. Don't get me wrong. But they don't give a damn whether you like it or not. You will heal. All you insurrectionists out there, even those of you who weren't even in Washington that day, you're all insurrectionists. You're all white supremacists, even if you're not all white. 
You're all racists, which of course you aren't. Doesn't matter. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. The letter that President Trump's attorneys received Sunday night, which also tells you the willfulness of this rogue prosecutor's conduct, the willfulness in terms of his effort to violate all norms. You don't send out a letter Sunday night. The contents of it were leaked to the Rolling Stone. Now, who do you think leaked that to the Rolling Stone, a left-wing kook publication? Think it was Trump and his lawyers? Of course not. So who was it? It was Jack Smith and his lawyers. Which is more par for the course. So they leaked the substance of a letter to Rolling Stone magazine. We're now close to 50 material leaks in the last six months. If we add this one, and I only counted CNN, the Washington Post, the New York Times, if you add this, or if you add the other news outlets, you're talking about over 50 leaks, material leaks, from Jack Smith and the rest of his comrades. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals. At 8774-GOLD-IRA, that's 8774-GOLD-IRA, 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark Luffin, an unapologetic patriot and unapologetic constitutionalist. 
You can reach him at 877-381-3811. So we will get to this latest hearing where the Democrats demonstrate who they truly are in a moment. There's a piece in The Federalist by John Daniel Davidson. Don't always agree with him, but I mostly do. He's a very good writer. It says here, The news that President Joe Biden's Justice Department might soon indict and arrest former President Donald Trump over the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol should terrify all Americans, regardless of their political beliefs. Put bluntly, if Biden's DOJ arrests Trump, the president's main political rival heading into the 2024 election, it will trigger a political and electoral crisis unlike any America has ever faced. It's not too much to say that such a move would only not only imperil the upcoming presidential election, but the republic itself. Something, of course, we've been saying as well, repeatedly. Jailing political rivals is what Tim Pot dictatorships like to do, like in Nicaragua, where Daniel Ortega's political rivals often find themselves arrested and imprisoned on charges of treason. Now it appears it could happen here. Tuesday, Trump said he had received a letter informing him he's a target of the federal criminal investigation of January 6th, being led by Jack Smith. In a post on the social media platform Truth Social, Trump explained he was given the letter on Sunday and that Smith gave him four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment, Trump said. This is the second target letter Trump has received from Smith. The first one came in June in connection with the unprecedented FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home last year over classified information. Days later, Trump was charged with dozens of criminal counts relating to seven different federal laws governing the handling of classified material. Recall that classified documents, some of them top secret dating back at least six years, were also found in Biden's garage at his think tank also in Washington last November through January Rest assured, Biden will never be indicted over it. And you know, it's embarrassing to have Bill Barr defend all this with respect to these documents. Just, it's just, it's grotesque. Trump and others have rightly denounced this as the weaponization of federal law enforcement and the criminalization of political differences. It's also just a naked attempt to rig the 2024 election in Biden's favor. I don't need to quote anybody else. If I quote anybody, it's myself. Tucker Carlson says they're trying to take Trump out before he can vote for him. Actually, that's not exactly what's happening. You have trials, you have appeals and so forth. They're trying to destroy him before you can vote for him. They're hoping that will defeat him in the Republican Party, but definitely in the general. This is me speaking, and they have plans, should he actually get through all this and win, which is the 14th Amendment, which I would argue is not applicable here, but it doesn't matter. They control the law, as well as impeachment. That's what they've said. They will not accept the outcome of an election if Donald Trump wins. Nobody's talking about that but me, Mr. Producer. How come that's not receiving any attention? Anyway, that's not an overstatement. If this scheme works, if Biden's DOJ succeeds 
and taking Trump out ahead of 2024 on bogus charges related to January 6th. It's hard to see how we can ever have a normal election again in this country, how the outcome of any future election will be seen as legitimate. And this is what I want to get across to Judge Collins. Or Judge Cannon, for that matter. This is what I want to get across to Judge Cannon. Do not allow these people to control your courtroom. Do not allow these people to control your calendar. Do not allow these people to intimidate you. There is no way this document's case should even be considered until after the election. Moreover, until after the charge of extortion against one of the men who entered your courtroom today on the classified documents case. There's no way you should allow them to get away with what they're trying to do. And they're going to use you to do this, Judge. They're, they're going to use the cover of a court to do exactly that, which is why you're receiving pressure from the Associated Press and others. Indeed, Biden's Justice Department under Attorney General Merrick Garland might be badly overplaying its hand here, unintentionally swelling the ranks of Americans who might not love Trump but absolutely loathe the way the federal law enforcement has been deployed against him and his supporters from the moment he won in 2016. I don't believe that's the case. I believe people's positions are hardened now. I believe it's actually worse than this. Worse than this. That there's not a whole lot of people out there whose minds are susceptible to being changed. Between the Russia collusion hoax, two bogus impeachments, and a litany of outrageous indictments, Trump's enemies in Washington are earning him sympathy from ordinary American people, he says, who can recognize injustice and abuse of power when they see it. I hope he's right. Hope is right. So my point, of course, in my opening statement, was a little different. People are not going to accept the outcome of this race because of what the Democrats are doing, what Garland's doing, what Smith's doing, what Biden's doing, what they're all doing. We watch what's happening with the Democrats on Capitol Hill. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And then we watch the whole protection racket for the mob, the Biden crime family. So Robert Kennedy Jr. is testifying today. Their problem with Robert Kennedy Jr. is he's at 20, 21% among Democrats. Robert Kennedy Jr., whatever he says, whatever you think about him, it's almost irrelevant. I don't embrace him. These Republicans, I like his ideas. I don't really care. But that's not my point. My point is they have to protect Biden. They have to protect the mob boss. The Department of Justice is protecting him. Christopher Wray, the FBI is protecting him. U.S. Attorney Graves protect him. All the U.S. attorneys are appointed by him. They're all protecting him out in L.A. The Trump-appointed U.S. attorney from Wilmington reports to the Attorney General of the United States. He can't do anything a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney might want to do. Ports to the Attorney General of the United States. Appointed by Biden. So at least Robert Kennedy has the integrity to challenge this. To raise questions about it. He's concerned about it. But for the Marxists, 
for the autocrats, for those who seek to monopolize political, governmental, and cultural policy in this country, there can be no objection. Not even from a Kennedy. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. This is a hearing on censorship. And so she demands that the hearing be taken behind closed doors. In other words, more censorship. Censorship of censorship. Cut one, go! I move that we remove into executive session. Because By the Mr. way, Kennedy- is her voice lowered or something, Mr. Producer? She's not transitioning, is she? Don't they first do a hormone thing or something? When I don't know all the rules, obviously, when you transition. I think it's fair to ask the question. Nothing wrong with it, of course. If that's what she wants to do, that's up to her. And I don't know that is what she's doing. Just an observation. Let's start from the top. Cut one, go. I move that we remove into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Rule 11, Clause 2. Uh, Aren't you sweet? Aren't you precious? You vote for a a Democrat leader who's made anti-Semitic and racist comments for a long time. You caucus with the biggest anti-Semite, American-hating racists ever to serve in the House of Representatives. You are a fake and a fraud. How come you don't resign from your party, Broomhilda? How come? Go ahead. Clause 2 says, whenever it is asserted by a member of the committee that the evidence or testimony at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate any person, or it is asserted by a witness that the evidence or testimony that the witness would give at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade... No matter how fast she talks, that rule has nothing to do with this. I'm listening to her word by word. Doesn't matter. She's there. She's a... uh, She's an ex... what, What is it? She is an, an drama queen. May I say that? Drama queen. That's all she is. Exhibitionist in some ways. Go ahead. And it goes on. Mr. Kennedy, uh, among many other things, has said, I know a lot now about bioweapons. We put out hundreds of millions of dollars in, into ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there is an argument that it is ethnically targeted I think this is stupid. I think what he said here is stupid. I don't have to agree with him. But I also believe in the First Amendment. I also despise these Democrats. Kennedy is harmless. Except to them. Harmless. Except to them. She doesn't care about racists and anti-Semites. She doesn't take on members of her own party. She could care less. She supports a president who supports the Iranian regime over Israel. She could care less. Go ahead. This disproportionately. All right, shut up, you moron. So she's trying to make the issue that this guy's so bad, he shouldn't even be here. Let's go into executive session so the American people can't hear what he says. If you think he's that despicable, right, Mr. Producer? If you think he's saying all these hateful things, and maybe he is, maybe he's not then why would you go in executive session? Don't you want to show the whole world? Isn't that the point of free speech? They hate free speech. It's all in my book. The Democrat Party hates America. I have a whole section on the First Amendment. They've always hated it. They've proposed amendments for destroying it. They've proposed amendments for empowering themselves at the cost of all the rest of us. 
They've gone after television stations under FDR. They've gone, gone after radio stations under FDR and other Democrats, particularly conservative talk radio. They try and criminalize speech. Now they're censoring speech. They hate speech. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. We have uh, Governor DeSantis coming on next hour, the bottom of the next hour. Uh, we have Byron Donalds and Peter Schweitzer on Life, Liberty, and Levin this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. I encourage you to Set your DVRs now. You ought to set it for the whole 8 p.m. slot right down the line, Eastern Time on Sunday, so you don't have to keep going back, but two of the greatest guests possible. And boy, do we have a surprise guest the following week, but I have to hold off for that one. We're going to hold off for that one. Mr. Producer, can you take my opening statement, put it in uh, audio form, and post it on our social sites? You can always link to the mothership to do that. But I want us to do that, and I'll tell you why. Because there will be radical left-wing Marxist organizations backed by Democrat dark money like Media Matters who will distort everything I said. It's very strange. We have a whole archive that goes back over four years that covers every second of the show. We never edit it, do we, Mr. Medusa? Never touch it. It is as it is. So they either listen to the show or they go in the archives and then they tell you what to think about what I said as they twist it. Very Goebbels of them. Well, what do you expect? They're backed by Soros. Now that said, we're going to put this up ourselves. We're going to put this up ourselves. And uh, you can check it out there. The other thing I would say to you is this. I get anxious every day for my book to come out. It just went to the printer. It's not going to be out till September 19th. Every minute when I watch what's taking place in this country with the Democrats. When I watch what's taking place with the regulators. When I watch what's taking place with their judges. When I watch what, what is taking place with the anemic Mitch McConnell and others who are hiding under their desks while all this battle is going on. I become frustrated because my book is not out. And I know when it does come out how important you will agree that it is to us, to those who believe in liberty. 
And so I think it's crucial that if you're interested in this book, if you're interested in getting copies for yourself or somebody else, that while it's 40% off over at Amazon, that you jump in and join us. Tens of thousands have already acquired their pre-order copies. It's not going to change. The discount gets better. You're going to get the better discount. That's how Amazon works. So there's no point in waiting. I want you to get this book the minute it comes out, because we're going to hit the ground running. Somewhat, we're going to hit the ground running even before it comes out. Because pre-publication copies, which are these paperback copies, about 100, 150 of them, they're going to go to a number of people. So we can start this process. We have a massive audience here, a massive platform. Not just radio, podcasting. Not just podcasting online, on the apps, on digital TV, on Fox. There are very few people that have as many massive platforms as I do, and I'm trying to make the best use of, I, as the, of them as I can. Why do you think all these authors want to come on this show? Why do you think all these authors want to come on Life, Liberty, and Levin? Because of you. Because you read, you think. You love your country. This is for you. I wrote this book for you. And I was thinking about you every step of the way. It's not about me. I didn't write a book about me. Because I don't give a damn about that. And nobody should. Amazon.com, 40% off. I encourage you. I encourage you strongly. Jump in, folks. We need as many patriots to jump in as possible. Be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship. Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. You know, as I'm thinking about what I'm going to talk about now during the break, it occurs to me, I know why you're here. I know why you've been loyal to this program for going on 21 years so. Because you and I, we think. We contemplate. We really want to understand what's taking place. We don't regurgitate. We're not static. When we have a guest, the guest is on for a reason. We don't just have guests to have guests. And despite what the left says, we're not about provocation. This whole issue about the culture, America, was never discussed on conservative talk radio, ever. Critical race theory. 
You have hosts on TV and hosts on radio. Not all, but many. We'll tell you that we all first learned of critical race theory during the pandemic, Mr. Producer. When parents were watching what was happening to their children. That's not what happened. We talked about it here before the pandemic, did we not, Mr. Producer? Long before the pandemic? Why? Because I read the studies. Because I research. Because I spend time preparing. Because I'm curious myself. That's my nature. I don't go through a program, great, I'm done. Now, you know, let me go uh, to a football game or eat a chocolate cake. Well, actually, I could do that. But you know what I mean. Well, wait till tomorrow. No, I don't wait till tomorrow. Ask my wife. An hour or two will go by, and there I am. I'm back at it. And when I write a book, I go through all this stuff. Critical race theory really was something that you became aware of, not because I was the first one to know about it. I certainly wasn't. Not because I was the first one to write about it. I certainly wasn't. Because I was the first one to bring it to a mass audience about four years ago, give or take. And to have the guts to call Marxists Marxists, not progressives, radicals, extremists, leftists. No! You remember, I kept opining not that long ago. What was it, a year or so ago? Why won't they use the word Marxist? I've cleared the path for them. On Fox, on radio, on Levin TV. I called the book American Marxism. They don't have the guts. I have to worry about having the guts to break, to break some barriers. I will break the barriers, but at least pick up the ball. And they have. Someday, maybe somebody will do a study. Critical race theory, three years ago, was never uttered by anybody with a national audience but me. Oh, Mark, you're so good at patting yourself on the back. No, I'm explaining, and I think these things through why you're here. I just had a discussion, or we did, my opening statement about why so many Republicans and conservatives are not going to accept the outcome of this election unless we win against all odds. And the Democrats have already announced they're not going to accept it if Donald Trump wins. And they're already plotting and planning on the 14th Amendment and impeachment to stop him should he win. But I'm explaining that what Jack Smith and Merrick Garland and Biden and the Democrats and their media are doing is truly destroying the electoral process and truly destroying the country. So if Biden or some other Democrat wins, there's tens of millions who are not going to think it's legitimate. They're based on what's going on in this country right now with people who are clearly trying to interfere in this election. And in part, it's going to take a judge, Judge Kent, when it comes to the documents matter, to stop it. To stop it.
I believe that strongly. Now, he's talking about American financing, a wonderful sponsor, the last hour about interest rates and everything. And you have Biden talking about Bidenomics. He goes to Philadelphia for the 4,000th time. Because it's the biggest big city close to Washington and his, his home, Wilmington. Everybody concedes, yeah, the economy is getting better. No, it's not. It's not getting better at all. They talk in very broad, ambiguous terms about inflation. Where the rubber hits the road is on food. Where the rubber hits the road is on air conditioning. And what fuels air conditioning? The rubber hits the road when it affects your life, the cost of various products and so forth. They're all through the roof. And then there's this from our friends at Breitbart. Utterly ignored, John Carney. The index of leading economic indicators. Remember that phrase? Doesn't even matter if you know what it is. Fell 0.7% in June, the 15th monthly decline in a row, the conference board said. Today. Did you see this anywhere? The leading index uses 10 indicators designed to show whether the economy should be expected to improve or worsen. Seven of those 10 indicators fell in June. I'm not going to go through them all. You can read them for yourselves. We will have it on marklevinshow.com as we have all articles we use, but I want you to check it out. All right, let me circle back. Governor DeSantis is coming on in about 20 minutes. I want you to hear more from Broomhilda. Uh, where's my list? Is it cut to, Mr. Producer? I'm looking. Yeah, right here. Actually, let's move along. I want you to listen to Gerald Connolly. He's the dumb guy who's a dumb-looking guy who represents the bureaucrats in Fairfax County, Virginia. Cut three, go. There's an opportunity to have a conspiracy theory here. There's an opportunity to make political points. No matter what you may think, Mr. Kennedy, and I revere your name, you're not here to propound your case for censorship. You are here for cynical reasons to be used politically by that side of the aisle to embarrass the current president of the United States. Stop right there. That's all that matters in their minds. That's all that matters in their minds. We are here to defend Biden, the Biden crime family. And we will do everything and anything we can do. We in our media, everything and anything. We will lie. We will cheat. We will deceive. We'll put his political opponents in prison because this man's carrying out our agenda. The Destroy America agenda. That's who we are. Because the Democrat Party hates America. Go ahead. Abler in that effort today. And it brings shame on a story name that I revere. I began my political interest with your father. You know, this is this is so horrible to look at Robert Kennedy Jr. to talk about his him that way in relation to his father. Can you imagine being him sitting there? What exactly did Robert Kennedy Jr. do? that warrants this kind of treatment. He's challenging Biden. 
he's challenging the Democrat Party. He's not the guy. It's like the mob. Mob has a lineage. Can't interfere with the mob. There's so much here. There's so much here. Stacy Plaskett is a delegate from the Virgin Islands. She is a nasty, vile person. Cut five, go. It's a free country. You absolutely have a right to say what you believe. But you don't have the right to a platform, public or private. We don't have to give one of the largest platforms of our democracy, Congress, this hearing. Our right does not mean that we as Americans are not free from. What what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? They've had mobsters testify before Congress. They've had drug kingpins testify before Congress. What does that mean exactly? You don't have a right to testify here. The majority has called him to testify. It's not a matter of him having a right. It's not a matter of rights. The majority has asked him to testify. You have liars, cheaters, scum of the earth who sit as members of Congress. We call them Democrats. But how dare this Kennedy step out of line? He's not like his daddy was, you know. You should be embarrassed, Mr. Kennedy. You should be embarrassed. You're selling the name of the Kennedys. Meanwhile, these same bastards defend the Bidens, who never sully their names, do they? They would never say that about Ted Kennedy. Of course, he never sullied his name at Chappaquiddick, because Ted... Ted did what they wanted him to do. He supported the policies they wanted him to support. Not so with this guy. Different Kennedy. You don't line up. If you're black, you don't line up. If you're Hispanic, you don't line up. If you're a woman, you don't line up. Then you must be destroyed. Cut six, go. Mr. Kennedy's and others here are claiming that they've been censored, but they actually have a huge megaphone. The rules that my colleague tried to bring up are rules that the Republicans made at the beginning of this Congress. They did not allow the Democrats to be part of that. And one of those That's pretty rules- funny there. That's pretty funny, considering you used to work under Pelosi. All of you. Didn't let the Republicans participate in rulemaking there, now did she? Wouldn't even allow them to pick their own January 6th members, now would she? It's really precious to hear these Marxists with their iron fists all concerned about participation. Go ahead. ...that if information or testimony might potentially defame an individual, that we would go in executive session. Oh, that's pretty funny. You trashed every whistleblower who came up there, viciously trashed them. Unless, of course, they were a phony whistleblower, like the guy they used, the old Biden whistleblower against Trump. And You know, Trump was right about that. He was right about what Burisma was doing. He was right about the payoffs. We'll get to this later. He was right about the pressure tactics of Biden. 
out of all the countries in the world that are corrupt, to which we give money. All of them. Joe Biden focused on one. And not just the country, but on a prosecutor in that country. And of all the countries, all the corrupt, tyrannical countries that that party loves. Nicaragua, Venezuela, Cuba, and I could go on and on. Why was Biden focused like a laser, not just on Ukraine, under the corrupt government that existed before Zelensky there, but he's focusing on the, the prosecutor, the attorney general. You either get rid of that attorney general, or you're not getting a billion dollars. He doesn't say that to the Iranians. He doesn't say, get, get rid of those nukes, or we're going to stop subsidizing you. He says, no, you can keep the nukes, and we'll keep subsidizing you. So what happened here? We all know what happened. It's a payoff. There's so many payoffs now going on with the Biden family, we can't even keep track of them. There's so much obstruction going on at the Department of Justice, we can't even keep track of that. There's so much obstruction. I loved it yesterday when you have these nudnik Democrats getting up, two black Democrats in particular, complaining about the IRS targeting blacks. Remember that, Mr. Producer? And they both voted to add 87,000 new IRS agents. Huh? What? Crazy. I want to jump ahead, so later I'll jump back, but I want to jump ahead to Hakeem Jeffries. I want you to go to cut 11, Mr. Producer. Go. The notion that Republicans would give a congressional platform to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Here it comes. Who peddles anti-Semitic tropes. There you go. The notion, Mr. Jeffries, of the famous Jeffries family, that you would single out Robert Kennedy for anti-Semitic tropes, as you put it, when you support nine full-throated anti-Semites in your caucus, when you refuse to sanction them, who dare to take the floor of the House, who dare to serve on committees, and your own background, Mr. Jeffries, in which you backed your uncle, and Farrakhan, and made the most outrageous anti-Semitic statements yourself. You've got quite a gall there, pal. Quite a gall. You're pathetic. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service? And don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. 
Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. It also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Well, somebody explain to me why Mitch McConnell and the Senate leadership isn't walking behind a microphone every damn day demanding a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden. I think that some of these guys are just in Washington so long, they have dirt of their own, Mr. Producer. Like the McConnell family with Red China. But are there no other Republicans and Senate leadership who give a damn about this? You're quick to trash your own former president, Trump. You're quick to attack Kevin McCarthy and the Republican leadership in the House. Are there no Republicans in the Senate leadership who will get to the damn microphone like they do about everything else and demand a special counsel appointment to investigate the President of the United States and his family? Will they do it or not? And if they won't, get the hell out of the way. I'll be right back. You know a company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. It also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Governor Ron DeSantis, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you doing? I'm not doing as well as you. It looks like you've lost about 30 or 40 pounds, and it looks like I picked those up. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> you got to tell me how you did it. Next time we speak, because I'm about to say something, Governor, that's going to get me in deep trouble with my wife. I saw a piece of chocolate cake. I couldn't walk past. I just couldn't walk past it, and I just finished eating it. You believe that? <laughs> How stupid is that? Well, you only live once, man, so sometimes you got to let her rip. <laughs> All right. Governor, uh, I was listening and reading some of what you want to do with the United States military. You served in the United States military. You're a combat veteran. And you see what they're doing to the military. I never thought I would see this. Um, it's the last sort of cultural area that they are devouring. 
And you're saying, look, I'm elected president. We're going to put an end to this very, very quickly. What do you have in mind? Well, Mark, I think a lot of your listeners know we're at a generational low in recruiting. We're at the lowest level since the draft ended after the Vietnam War. And the reason is, I think there's a number of reasons, but, but one of the reasons is, is the military's lost its way. They're indulging in social experimentation, political ideology, a woke agenda. That's taking the mission off of the, the core function of the military and focusing on all these extraneous things. I'm a Navy veteran, as you mentioned, and I've seen the Navy use drag queens to recruit uh, we've seen all these different um, examples of what's going on at the service academies and what's going on in different services. And uh, morale is low. They've driven a lot of warriors off. And we just can't be in a situation where we're going to be able to counter the threat from China uh, if we're elevating social experimentation over mission accomplishment. When we have things like drag queens for recruiting in the military, China is laughing at us. Uh, they know that that's a sign of American weakness. And so all this stuff with DEI, all these other things, we're going to rip it out on day one. We're going to return the military to serve its core function. There's a difference between military life and military leadership and civilian life and civilian leadership. Right now, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make the military uh, be a reflection of, say, how Goldman Sachs would operate or a consultant firm or things like that. Uh, that is not what you want. You want the military to have uh, a different set of values that are distinct from civilian society, and you want to be able to promote people based on merit uh, and based on whether they're actually uh, moving the ball forward. Right now, you may be able to be a one-star just based on merit, but to get that second, third, and fourth star, if you don't toe the political line, you will simply not advance in today's military. I don't think General Patton could probably make it past no. Colonel in today's, uh, in today's uh, military. And so all these extraneous considerations are making, uh, making it much worse. Now, I do think it's important. We're going to do all those policy changes. We're going to re, uh, uh, welcome back any service member who was uh, pushed out because of the COVID vaccine mandate, which was not a scientific thing to do. That was a get also a political thing. And we're going to do a lot of other things. But one of the things we're going to do, we're going to have a secretary of defense that has backbone and that's going to ensure that everybody gets in line. I um, look at General Austin, who's the SecDef. General Mattis was under Trump. And I supported Mattis uh, to do that. But I think having a general officer, recent general officer, service SecDef, I don't think that that's a good thing. I think you need somebody that has distance from all these people uh, so that they feel comfortable disciplining people uh, when they're not getting the job done. You know, Governor, I, I just thought about it. I, I have a clip here from Admiral John O'Quinlan. Uh, he's at the Aspen Security Forum, and his uh, area of coverage is the Pacific Communist China. I want you to hear this briefly, and then I'd like you to comment on it. Cut 24, Mr. Producer, go. Are you concerned that China's <coughs> capabilities at delivering hypersonic missiles to the U.S., are they more advanced than what the U.S. has in hypersonics? Uh, let me start by saying what we're seeing is, is a military buildup second uh, to none at the speed and rate at which it's being delivered. And it's not just hypersonic missiles, it's all capabilities. It's capabilities in the maritime environment, in the air do domain, 
in space. Hypersonics and missile capability is one part of that. So uh, am I concerned about the buildup and the capabilities that they're delivering? Absolutely. Uh, that said. All right. That's, that's where I want to leave it. I am quite concerned, Governor, that attention that needs to be focused by this president, by uh, this defense department, which is focused elsewhere, is not being focused at all, that the budget proposed by Biden doesn't even cover inflation while the Chinese are going crazy, massively building up their military. They have bases in our hemisphere. They have bases in West Africa. They now have a deep water port in, in the uh, Solomon Islands where my great uncle fought in Guadalcanal. And we can go on and on and on about this. And I just think we're flat-footed right now. I'd like your opinion on this. A hundred percent. That's accurate. And Biden's people, you know, they think China is just like a friendly competition. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, China's looking to dominate the world. They are, to our generation, uh, what the Soviet Union represented to the post-World War II generation. They're the foremost geopolitical threat that this country faces, and they're the most formidable adversary we face since the Soviet Union. And in some respects, it's a, more, it's a bigger challenge than the Soviets, at least in this respect. China's strength has been built off American policy empowering them economically over many decades. Uh, there was a decision made to grant them most favored nation trade status, put them in the World Trade Organization. Corporate America uh, has subcontracted out so much uh, to China, and they've gotten rich in corporate America. It hasn't been good for our country. It's been very, very good for China. So the economic integration that we have. We never had that with the Soviet Union. The dependency of our country on the communist Chinese economy for key things that matter, pharmaceuticals, ammunition, all these things, puts us in a very precarious situation. So yes, we need more hard power in the Pacific. At the end of the day, what Xi uh, respects is he, he respects strength. Um, and if we're projecting strength, working with our allies there, they're going to respect that. But we have got to declare independence from them economically, because that is what's fueling uh, this military buildup. This is a problem that's been created by American elites uh, who took their eye off the ball. They may have gotten rich off this, but it has not been good for our country. So part of countering China is, yes, military, economic independence, and then recognizing their cultural influence. So in Florida, for example, we eliminated Confucius Institutes from universities. They're not allowed in Florida. That's what the uh, CCP will use to spew propaganda. We also prohibited land purchases by the CCP in the state of Florida. Farmland, land near military bases, the whole nine yards done. We need to do that stuff nationwide because China's smart. They infiltrate and they exert a lot of influence over our society, I think in ways that the Soviet Union was never able to do even at the height of the Cold War. You know, I think it's so important that the substantive positions you have on policies get out there. And yet, unfortunately, I see a lot of these interviews where they want you and Trump fighting with each other. Then they put those out as headlines and then it's your staff and then it's your polls and then it's your donors and so forth. Isn't it frustrating that here you're talking substantively about China, you've talked about the military, you could talk about a thousand different subjects that you don't really get that much of an opportunity. 
Well, but it's 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 to be expected. I mean, the, the corporate press, uh, they've been trying to take me down for years. They're clearly trying to do it now. They do not want me to be the nominee because they know I will beat I'll beat Biden like a rented mule. Uh, we'll run him all ragged all around this country. Uh, we'll win all the key states just like we did in Florida strongly, and we'll be able to implement uh, a really far-reaching. A conservative agenda. They do not want that. And so they're going to do whatever they can uh, to try to craft narratives, uh, to try to hit me. But I'll tell you, our voters are smart. When they see who the left and the media are targeting, they know that there's a reason why that's happening. They're doing it because they fear that I will win and do all these things. And so in some respects, it's positive feedback. Um, but, you know, we're working really hard to be able to deliver the message. We were in Iowa last weekend. We were able to do, um, you know, a couple of days there. There was a big forum. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So we're going to be out and about. We're going to be pressing the case. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm not worried about fighting other Republicans. I mean, my goal is, um, you know, defeating Biden, defeating the left, uh, defeating the Democrats, because if we don't do that in 2024, uh, they are going to fully destroy this country. I think it's a make or break election. Country's in decline. Uh, I'm not somebody that's going to be content with managing that decline. We're going to reverse the decline, and we desperately need that. Then finally, I know you need to go. We appreciate the time. Lots and lots and lots coming out now about the corruption of Joe Biden. Sounds like even extortion, potentially bribery. And the Attorney General of the United States, who reports to Biden, is sitting on his hands and won't appoint a special counsel from outside the Department of Justice as the regulations require. And all it says is a conflict of interest or an appearance of a conflict of interest. Have you ever seen a cover-up? It's a cover-up. Anything like this before from an Attorney General of the United States? Eric Holder, similar. It reminds me of Eric Holder, to be honest. True. I think, in some respects, Garland may have even uh, outdone, uh, has outdone Holder in some of this stuff. But that's what the Democrats do. You have this stuff that happens, and it just gets swept under the rug. I mean, if you had uh, an informant say things about a Republican, like they were talking about with this massive amount of money going to the Bidens. I mean, all of Washington would have been paralyzed. They would have come to a stop. This would have been the only thing anybody cared about. You'd have had all these prosecutors and FBI agents, and it would have been nonstop. Uh, but because it's someone that's connected to, to the ruling class, they just kind of look the other way. And that's why I think a lot of us are frustrated with uh, the two, two standards of justice. It's really about what are you going to be willing to even investigate, and how zealous are you going to be when you're, when you're investigating? This is potential massive, massive corruption, and they don't even care. They're not, do they have a grand jury open? Are they sending subpoenas? Are they doing search warrants? No, no they're not doing anything. It's a major cover-up. I happen to think that's one of the reasons Biden's running for re-election, because he's got the Department of Justice and the FBI under his control with that attorney general. And if that stops being the case, then he's going to be a target. Now, people want to well, contact and help and, and go. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Well, two things. Yeah, well, I'll give that. But first, when I get in, the two standards of justice ends. So these elites are going to be held accountable. Uh, the days of getting a free rider over and I look forward to restoring the rule of law in this country. And then second, if people want to uh, look at what we're up to, sign up to help, uh, www.rondesantis.com. We'd love to have your support. Uh, God bless you, Mark, and thanks for having me. 
All right. God bless you, too, my friend. Take care of yourself. Let's go ahead and post that site, Mr. Producer, so Mediocreite can get all excited about it. And I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. And make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. A killer third hour. Here we come. We'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. We will take some calls, if I remember. 877-381-3811. Rand Paul has sent a referral to the Department of Justice for the prosecution of Fauci for lying to Congress. Now, this is good. And you're going to say, well, they're not going to do it. Folks, it's time to pile these things up at the Attorney General's door and to make the case. You don't give up. May not work. Probably won't, but you do it. You do it. And uh, we want to give our tip of the hat to Rand Paul. Rand Paul has been unrelenting on this issue of the virus, of the lab, of the fascistic conduct of Fauci and so forth. And uh, he deserves a ton of credit for this. 
Unfortunately, we do need to get back to something here, America. So we have this Placey Placet, who's the delegate from the Virgin Islands. Very angry all the time. But I thought you ought to hear a little bit from Robert Kennedy Jr. You know, I actually think Mr. Producer Abraham could have showed up at this hearing. Moses, Jesus, and the Democrats would have treated them all the same way. Same with yesterday's hearing, same with the FBI hearing, all of them. Robert Kennedy Jr., he actually felt bad for him. I felt sympathy for him because he didn't deserve this. I mean, the, the, the loathsome attacks about him being a racist and his father would be embarrassed by him, the Kennedy name. and Who do these pukes think they are? Jerry Connolly. Jerry Connolly? With those, uh, you know, the bottom of a soda bottle, those soda bottle glasses of his. What a schmuck that guy is. Anyway, here's Robert Kennedy Jr. Cut seven, go. By the way, I want to say this while I'm on the record. That in my entire life, and why I'm under oath, in my entire life, I have never uttered a phrase that was either racist or anti-Semitic. I have spent my life fighting my professional career, fighting for Israel, for the protection of Israel. I have a better record on Israel than anybody in this chamber today. And I'm let's the stop. only he person. He actually is. He actually is quite pro-Israel. Unlike J Street, unlike Hakeem Jeffries, unlike Biden, unlike all the other pukes in the Democrat Party. Go ahead. He objected to the $2 billion payout that the Biden administration is now making to Iran, which is a, is a, a genocidal program. I'm the only one who's objected to that. I fought more ferociously for Israel than anybody. That's why they hate him. That's another reason. That's why the anti-Semite Hakeem Jeffries. That's right, I said it, and I will say it. They seem to think they can say anything they want. They own the English language. Screw that. Did you hear me, mediate, mediocreite? Hakeem Jeffries is an anti-Semite. That's his background. He supported his uncle. He supported Farrakhan. Then he lied about it and he covered it up. And now, as the Democrat leader in the House, he takes no actions, none, against the Marxist, American-hating, Jew-hating bigots in his caucus. Reminds me of FDR in 1940. When a bill hits his desk. To outlaw lynching. A federal law to outlaw lynching. And he wouldn't sign it. Because he was a coward. And so is Hakeem Jeffries. A coward. Go ahead. Here. Through this target, through, uh, through, through smears, through misinterpretations of what I've said, through lies, through association 
which is a tactic that we all thought we had been discredited and dispensed with after the Army McCarthy hearings in the 1950s. But those same weapons are now being deployed against me to silence me. I know many of the people who wrote this letter. I don't believe there's a single person who signed this letter who believes I'm anti-Semitic. I do not believe that. There is no evidence of that. Boy. A lot of evidence that Biden is. Democrats don't care about that. A lot of evidence that Obama is. Democrats don't care about that. Media don't care about it. Media will keep bringing on the anti-Semites. CNN and MSNBC. Oh, AOC, please tell us what you're thinking. She doesn't think. She's a moron. Cut eight, go. This is a letter that many of you signed. Many of my fellow Democrats. I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. More than that, his family's given their lives for the party. His father. His uncle. And they don't give a damn. It doesn't matter. He just won't line up and click his boots with the rest of them. He won't do it. Again, you don't have to support him. That's not the issue tonight. It's not the issue with me. And we see this time and again. It doesn't matter how accomplished a person is. If you're black, or you're Hispanic, or you're Asian, or you're Jewish, or if you're a Kennedy, and you don't embrace these Marxists, and you don't protect Joe Biden, the head of the crime family, that the Democrat Party and the media are 100% behind trying to reinstall him, even though they know it's an incredible danger to the American people in the United States, even though they know he makes John Gotti look like an angel. You step out of line, this is what you get. Kennedy or no Kennedy? Go ahead. People sign this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. The, the, the charges in this, and, and by the way, censorship is antithetical to our party. It was, it was appalling to my father, to my uncle, to FDR, Harry uh, Trump. Uh, 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 uh. It was not appalling to FDR. As you folks will learn when you read, the Democrat Party hates America. Look, I don't expect Robert Kennedy to step away from his party, given his family's association with him. But what he's saying here is a condemnation of the Democrat Party as an institution. The Republican Party isn't censoring anything but sexualized, graphic stuff from little children. And that's where the Democrat Party wants to have full access. The only thing they want to censor is adult free speech. But when it comes to sexualizing little kids, then all of a sudden they like books. They make you wonder about these people, Mr. Producer. 
Go ahead. Ms. Jefferson, as the chairman referred to, it is the basis for democracy. It sets us apart from all of the previous forms of government. We need to be able to talk, and, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. 100%. But again, as you read the book, you'll see that they hate the First Amendment. They hate free speech. They insist on conformity. This is a rogue, tyrannical party that hates this country, hates our Constitution, and it is evident every day. These hearings are important, not so much because of what Robert Kennedy has said in the past and so forth, because you, the American people, you get to see what's going on in plain daylight. Cut nine, go. I was censored not just by the Democratic administration. I was censored by the Trump administration. <laughs> I was the first person censored by, the, as the chairman pointed out, by the Biden administration two days after it came into office. It ordered a truthful, and by the way, they had to invent a new word called malinformation to, to, to censor people like me. Hey, there was no misinformation. Did he, say, did he just say, dude? <laughs> I think he did. It's kind of funny. Go, go ahead. Account. Everything I put on that account was cited and sourced. The peer-reviewed publications are government databases. Nobody ever. All right, there you go. His voice is a little irritated. Something's wrong there. I think he must have had a throat operation, seriously, or something. But you feel bad for the guy. I do. Because the mob is, is in action. The mob is the Democrat Party. They're in the House. They have their own militia out there, BLM and Antifa. They have weaponized race. Everything at its core is about racism, when almost nothing is. This is why I'm frustrated that my book's not out. But I am anxious for you to go ahead and pre-order your copies, by the way. So, Hakeem Jeffries, cut 10, go. I mean, the Republican hearings that have unfolded over the last few days and throughout this entire Congress are a malignant clown show. There you go. There you go. It's a malignant clown show. We have whistleblowers coming up talking about obstruction. We have whistleblowers talking about covering up for the Biden family. They have lots and lots of information. We have phony shell corporations set up. We have an IRS whistleblower who's just testified that Hunter Biden got at least $17 million from foreign governments and companies, that he didn't pay his taxes. You see, that's a malignant clown show to a malignant anti-Semite. That's right, Hakeem. I'm talking to you. Go ahead. Designed to address issues that impact the health, the safety, and the economic well-being. We don't need lectures from you, buddy. We don't need lectures from you. You spent the entire four years of the Trump presidency trying to destroy that man. He hadn't done a damn thing wrong. We don't need lectures from you about health and safety and economic wellness. Because you're not about that. None of you Marxists are about that. You're about power, control. How come you don't talk about abortion on demand? That's what you're about. 
How come you don't talk about open borders with fentanyl coming across the border? Sex trafficking. Marjorie Taylor Greene pointed that out in great detail yesterday. Didn't that grab your attention, Hakeem, that that's going on? With the president's son, for God's sakes? No, 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 no. It's a malignant clown show, says the genius. He makes Nancy Pelosi look like and sound like Mahatma Gandhi, Mr. Producer. Although he drank his own urine, so I'm not sure about that. But you understand what I mean. Go ahead. But instead, pedal outlandish. Hey, shut up, moron. You deserve no respect, and you get none from me. Pedals and the malignant clown show. The greatest criminal corruption and conspiracy and obstruction in American history is taking place in front of your eyes. Ever. Makes Teapot Dome look like a... look like ladies out the tea night. We have never seen this as a country. We have never experienced this as a country. And you have one malignant clown show party that believes in two-tier justice that is imposing its will, trying to, on us in the next election. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I want you to listen to this last part. It's not that long from Hakeem Jeffries today, who is a malignant clown show all by himself. But then again, I like clowns. More like a malignant anti-Semite. That's his history. Can't run from history. Remember, that's what we're told. History is history, as ugly as it may be. Well, that's his history. It's amazing. And he backs Joe Biden, whose history is as a White supremacist segregationist. But white su- uh, supremacists and anti-Semites always have been, in some ways, similar mindset. Have, haven't they, Mr. Producer? So take a listen to this. Go. Why would you give Robert F. Kennedy Jr. a congressional platform to spew his hatred? I don't know, why are you there spewing your hatred or Talib spewing her hatred? I remember when Joe Biden was sniffing her hair at the airport tarmac not long ago. You're really doing a good job. Can I take a sniff, please? Uh, that's the pervert in the White House there. Oh, yes. You tolerate a lot of this, don't you, Hakeem? May I call you Hakeem? I think I shall. 
Yes, Hakeem, you, you tolerate a lot of this. You were challenged by Kevin McCarthy to do something about the anti-Semitism in your party. And you know what you did? Nothing. Because you're a coward. You're a malignant coward. Two-tier system of justice, Mr. Producer. And this guy's a malignant coward. So here he is trashing. And, and look how they did it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Here I am, a conservative. A Reaganite. Who's appalled at how Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is being treated by the Marxists within his own party. Go ahead. Answer. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a living, breathing, false flag operation. Oh, it's a false... This guy's a kook. It's a false flag operation. False flag. Go ahead. His whole campaign is being run by right-wing political operatives who have one objective. What's that? Try to take down President Joe Biden. Well, there you go, America. The wagons are circled and circled again and circled again. The most corrupt, the most insane man to ever be in the Oval Office because he's instituting the most radical anti-American agenda in American history. He needs to be protected, so we will destroy Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. By the way, I watch these politicians who come out of minority neighborhoods. I don't think they're serving their constituency very well, but they're Democrats. So they have no fear of losing, no fear of going without media support. I have a solution to this cop thing, Mr. Producer. Where no matter what, the cops are always wrong. I have a solution. Communities that do not want cops there shouldn't have to have cops. Send them somewhere else. Like to my community. What do you think of that, Mr. Producer? If you don't want cops in your neighborhood, just tell us. We'll take them out. We'll take them out. And don't call 911. No. If you don't want the cops there, then the cops won't be there. And if you want to dis- disarm the people in these communities, go for it. I don't care. Why would I care? Just don't take my gun. So if you want to live under Democrat rule in these cities, you don't want the cops, fine. Send them to areas in the city or the country that want them. You don't want your people armed? Great. Then disarm them. But don't disarm me. That ain't happening. I think Democrat-run cities should embrace their policies and institute them. You hate capitalism? Great. All the businesses should move out. Send them to my community. I've got no problem with it. No cops, no business. So be it. Biden's allegedly coerced Burisma CEO to pay them millions. Millions to help get Ukraine prosecutor fired. 
on this FBI form. More information is coming out. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden allegedly coerced Burisma CEO, uh, whatever, to pay them millions of dollars in exchange for their help in getting the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the company fired. According to allegations contained in an unclassified FBI document released Thursday by Senator Chuck Grassley. How many more smoking damn guns do we need? How many more? And then it's, you can't prove it. Well, where's the special counsel? No! Where's the grand jury? No! But you can't prove it! The document in question is an FBI-generated FD-1023 form, which Grassley acquired via legally protected disclosures by the Department of Justice whistleblowers. The FD-1023 reflects the FBI's interview with a highly credible, quote-unquote, it says confidential source who detailed multiple meetings and conversations he or she had with a top executive Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings over the course of several years starting in 2015. Uh, Who was vice president in 2015, Mr. Producer? And Joe Biden brags. And I said to that bastard... You either drop this investigation or we're not giving you a billion dollars. He just publicly in front of all of us announced that he's guilty of obstruction. Fox News Digital has reviewed the document, which includes new information from the identity of the business executive, Burisma CEO, and the allegations that he was coerced into paying Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. He's got many text messages, it says, and recordings. Now look. Now look. Damn it! All this information out there? And a cover-up right in front of our faces? While they go after Trump on crap? Literal crap! Don't screw around with the federal government, says Bill Barr. After a big piece of pie... I mean, it just every day. Okay, text messages and recordings. Let's get them. FBI whistleblowers testifying under oath on the penalty of imprisonment, on the penalty of perjury, about cover-ups and obstruction from the Department of Justice to the IRS, and now the IRS obstructing. Five former FBI agents, whistleblowers, testifying, showing their faces, giving their names, Talk about how now their careers have been destroyed. Some of them are going broke. Can you, can you believe this? And they're trying to put Trump in prison for the rest of his life. This is why when people say, say to me, say to you, if we don't stop this, it's over. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't stop this, it's over. It could be over right now. And we're just smelling the fumes. We have got to fight back. We have to understand. When they say they're the resistance, we're the resistance. I'm not talking about insurrection, armed ins- That's them. That's their militia. We're law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, and that's the problem. 
We're not going along with the program. All right. There's more. I like this Fox News montage on Democrats bashing IRS whistlers yesterday. Cut 14, Mr. Producer, go. We can conclude that this Inspector Clouseau-style quest for something that doesn't exist has turned our committee into a theater of the absurd, an exercise in futility and embarrassment. There seems to be a new level of hypocrisy here. We are here today because Donald Trump is exerting an influence campaign. I know the American people are confused because we're all confused what we're doing here. Nothing this majority has claimed about the president or his family has merit. Mm. And then here's a montage of Joe Biden saying he never discussed business dealings with his son. Hat tip, trumpet daily. Go. First of all, I, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses. Stop right there. Why wouldn't he? In other words, if you haven't think if you're not involved in criminal activity, if you're not selling out your country, why wouldn't you discuss it with your son or your brother, Mr. Producer? How's business going? How's it going today? Right. A little chat. I see you started a few new companies. How are they doing? Why would it's abnormal to be at the father of a son to be the brother and to not say, how's it going today? How's business? This is normal talk to say, I've never discussed anything with any family member. That is bizarre. Unless you're a crook. Unless you're corrupt. Go ahead. Have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business dealings? Yes, I stand by that statement. No, I don't discuss business with my son. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. And I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. And that was it. My son's business dealings were not anything with everybody that he's talking about. Not even remotely, number one. Nothing to do with me. Now, he wasn't vice president between his vice presidency and presidency for four years, Mr. Producer. There was no prohibitions about him discussing with Hunter or Jim or the other reprobates what their businesses were doing. It doesn't mean he got involved in them. Doesn't mean he was a part owner of them. So why wouldn't he ask them? Hey, Jim. Yeah. S.O.B. Jim. My brother. Uh, I was corn pop. He was corn on the cob. We we had a hell of a time at that public pool. Oh, it was unbelievable. How's business, Jim? Didn't say that to his brother? Didn't say to Hunter, Hunter, how you doing, buddy? Good, good, Dad. We're getting all this money to buy your cocaine. Or to live it up in swanky places and drive swanky cars and wear swanky clothes. What are you doing? So you don't even ask your son what he's doing? Does that sound normal to you, Mr. Producer? Even when you're not in office, that's why I know this is all lies. I mean, in addition to the overwhelming evidence. Can you imagine what the disgusting 
poisonous. Jack Smith would do with this information if the shoe were on the other foot. He would drag Joe Biden's ass to the Hague, try him as a criminal, and throw him in prison with the other, or I should say not other, but the genocidal maniacs. By the way, Jack Smith and the rest of them need to be investigated. And if a Republican becomes president, that needs to happen. We've got to get to the bottom of this Stalinist barrier activity. We've got to root it out. I think Mr. Durham did the best he could under the circumstances. It was very difficult. We've got to root it out. We need to put these people in prison. We need to charge them. With all the things they're going to charge Trump with on January 6th, we need to charge them with that. Then with that, I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I apologize to the callers out there, of which there are many. We will tomorrow definitely get the callers, but there's just there's too much I got to get to today, and I apologize for that. I want you to listen to this guy. His name is Dan Goldman. He's former prosecutor out of the Southern District of New York, and he's one of the biggest a-holes you'll ever hear, and truly stupid. If you're stupid, keep your mouth shut, pal, but he can't, because he's too stupid to keep his mouth shut. Cut 13, go! And you testified that he said to, to, that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? Now, stop. What happened there? Dan Goldman, Mr. Former Federal Prosecutor, just pointed out that, in fact, the Bidens did speak to each other, according to testimony by one of his business partners. Go ahead. Well, that he said he told his father he was trying to do business and he was okay. talking. Well, that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. Yes. So you don't not only have no direct evidence connecting Joe Biden to any of Hunter Biden's business deal, you actually had proof that he wasn't involved. This is that amazing. Is the proof so the you- guy's so stupid, he just stipulated that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden did talk business. I want to say thing on, something on behalf of Jonathan Turley. Jonathan Turley, for some reason, will not come on this show. Will not come on my TV show. That is okay. I understand. For some people, I'm just a little too hot. I wish they would, but they won't. But I do worry. He works at George Washington Law School. That's where he's a professor. It's an extremely left-wing school, George Washington undergrad and the law school. And he's a contributor to Fox. He makes wonderful points. But radical leftists don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in ideas. They don't believe in any of this. Here's my fear, Mr. Producer, that one day we will hear that Jonathan Turley has either lost his job there or it will be threatened. 
because we're seeing this all over the country, what's happening to law school professors who dare to step out. Don't you agree? I hope not. I really hope not. But every time I see him, I think to myself, man, really good. But you know that the educational bureaucrats and the Marxist students out there are not happy about this. So what do they do? Look at Alan Dershowitz, what they've done in Arizona. Alan Dershowitz. There's a judge there that wants him to pay 10% of a penalty he's placing on the lawyers who represented Carrie Lake. It's America with a K. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, all you folks out there. Thank you. God bless you. Run to Amazon.com. Don't walk. And I'll see you tomorrow.